0: here i'm ar and i'm rn and i'm also back from Woof. the dead woohoo it's been a while yay woo Yay! i'm alive yeah it's welcome enough, back <laughs> to the lore research lab and if you're new here welcome to the lore research lab where we ramble about nintendo video games possibly uh, too much yeah yeah a little it's bit it, too much rambling it's, it's, it's like soup yeah yeah it's yeah yeah it's it's Okay, anyways, this is 74 vlog <laughs> <laughs> and a continuation of the sixth rant. It's been a while since we ranted about something, eh? Um, focusing on Pokemon. Today's thesis: what are bug type Pokemon and how can we dissect and understand them? Oh, it's boy. time to deep dive, folks. Come with me down the rabbit hole. Oh boy, we are. Yeah, let's do that. Let us begin by referring listeners to our other episodes on typing in Pokemon games for a more in-depth explanation of how it works. I think it would also help to listen to episode two, which describes the franchise as a whole. Our first rant on Pokemon types, which describes fighting types, reiterates those preliminary details as well, so there won't be any other context provided here, since we want to avoid being repetitive and also, yep. like, I don't want to make, I don't want to, need, nobody here wants to sit through this explanation if you've already heard wait, it. Wait, wait, yeah, really and mom. the thing is, this is our seventh rant. We've we've been doing these disclaimers for a, a hot minute. Like, we've been through So this. just, like, just, just, just go listen to the, just put yourself out, put me and you out of your misery and just go listen to the episode already. So we will begin this analysis by going over a general, like, we're gonna be going over bug types, and then in the next section, we're gonna go over some technical information that requires us to use our brains, not our strong suits, we know. No, it's, it's just not it. So um, l- well, let's get to the, the main topic of this episode, because yes, we do have, we do have a, a number of things to talk about when it comes to a certain type Pokemon. Now that we're back here, what are bug type Pokemon? It's super complicated, folks. Bear with me here, right? So, basically, po- bug Pokemon are, drum roll please, they're, they're bugs. Huge surprise there. Obvious logic is obvious. It, exactly. And with such obvious logic being obvious, um, you know, anything that's an insect, an arachnid, generally arthropod like, and all the stuff in between, I guess. I don't know. You well, I mean, there's, this... technically, there's, there's technically, like, off the top of my head, there's, like, they're not all bug-type Pokemon is strictly insects. There's a couple of cephalopods in there. Like, yeah, I know. Like, Dwebble is a crab, but it's, like, if it has more than four legs and crawls, it's probably a bug-type These Pokemon. These things are generally not bipedal. They tend to stick pretty closely to just looking like a thing that's small and has a lot of legs, which tend to be insects, is my point. Um, yes. And apparently, we've got 93 of these suckers in total. Um, And I think the entire Pokédex. I might be wrong. I looked up that number, and I think it's right. We'll just roll with it. Um, so I feel like, because with uh, for me and RN, we love talking about certain types of Pokémon. I think we have some personal favorites when it comes to certain types. But <coughs> this <One> types. <laughs> yeah, I, RN's No, you heard know, really, nothing. I heard absolutely nothing. You're right. Um, So with that being said, I think this will be a little bit of a light roast on Bug-types. If you really like Bug-type Pokemon, please don't take this personally. we just kind of like clowning this type because it's viability. You'll you'll see why. We'll get there. It's funny, we promise. Usually the end card of this section, we, we always throw in a little question to add to the mystery about the type and be like, is it viable? Is it not? You know? Well, well not really. <laughs> 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 there's I like, mean, I think there's one, there's one decent app, uh, like, I tend, I don't use bug types very often, and off the top of my head, like, I've only used, like, two that are, like, at, Yeah, yeah so i like, am yeah, definitely used more than that, and, I mean, still, bug type Pokemon. Yeah. No, I'm saying, like, no, I'm saying, like, not, like, I have used, I mean, I would consider using <laughs> There's okay. only, like, two bug types I would actually consider using in a team. The rest of them, I'm like, nah, it's not happening. No, you just, just no. It's just I'm not doing that. So let's, let's go see how tough life is for bug type Pokémon, as well as the abysmal numbers that characterize its stats. Let's get into it. As we always do with the damage chart, which establishes its strength and defensive points. Spoiler alert, this ain't great. So bug types, they're super effective against dark types, grass types, and psychic types. The grass type makes sense because like, you know, insects eat grass. I'm not sure why dark and psychic, but you know, we needed something. To oh, no, super see, psychic, see, those, psychic, so, so. see, the thing is that psychic is associated with the mind and being scared of bugs or insects is a common fear that humans have, right? Phobias, ah, bugs, people are scared cool. of bugs. That's also why psychic is weak to dark because people tend to be scared of the dark kind of thing. Like, like, there's actually some slight logic to like the weaknesses. Okay, of the the, that makes sense. The dark type logic makes no sense, but we'll ignore that. <laughs> um, well, shush. It's half effective. Like, it's it's um not very effective against fairy, fighting fire, flying, ghost, poison, and steel. And it's immune, and it's not like nothing is immune to it, so it hits everything. Uh, but unfortunately, there are. Seven types that it's not very effective against so that's not great and then defensive wise um, It resists um, It resists fighting grass and ground mm -hmm. and um, It is weak to fire flying and rock So So it it, it just like it kind of just does very little to everything because Yes, they are super effective against Dark, Grass, and Psychic, of which tend to be fairly common types, especially Grass. So, I mean, that's cool, but it, it, it's just mm. minimal it's just kind damage, of like, damage, you know, like it's not the pro- And want. The problem with Bug-type Pokémon is, as we're gonna get to, their stats aren't great. So, even when they hit, they don't necessarily hit very hard. And even when other things are hitting it, even if it resists, it's still gonna do a decent amount of damage. Like, I have killed Bug-type Pokémon with grass types before, even though Grass is supposedly weak and it resists. Yeah. Like, I can, like, I mean, I wouldn't, if I saw a Bug-type Pokémon and I had Grass-type out, I wouldn't be, like, panicking and be like, oh, no, I gotta switch out. I just try and, especially if I was higher leveled than it, I can probably take it out anyway. They're just, like, paper. They're just, they're thin, you know, like, they're like bugs. They're easily squashed. Yeah. They kind of like yeah. they are very accurate to their typing in that way. Yeah. No. If, there's, if there's anything in the Pokemon video games where there is some element of realism, if you will, it's the frailty of bug Pokemon. They just like but like, as 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 it suggests, that just they're just not very they're not very stable. They're no. just kind of tinderbox yeah, exa- which is ex- funny because they're weak to fire types <laughs> it, well yeah see there's that and and you know they're again they're the most resisted type they have they rank the lowest on average in special attack and also have the lowest hp base stat total of all the types so like they they, they can't big a rip. hit right so like their this defense big sucks, rip yes all around but if you don't have hit points or health points whatever you want to call it if you don't have that then you have no space to work with because you just you can't take a hit because you physically cannot kind of thing mm. it just gets sadder so let's get into the following um stat spread for like the average fully evolved bug type pokemon because bug type pokemon a lot of them actually do evolve so let's get into that so for its hp it uh clocks out at 67.69 then its attack is 90.59 its defense is 83.98 Its Special Attack is 72.49, its Special Defense is 81.73, its Speed is 75.24, which brings us to a total of 471.72. It ranks the lowest in overall base stat total compared to all other 17 types in existence. And even its best ranking as a type is for Speed, but even then, it only ranks 12th, so all of its rankings are in the double digits. And I mean, that, and those numbers, those numbers probably mean nothing to yes. anybody who doesn't play Pokemon. Yeah. So let me contextualize that a little bit for please you. Please do, please do. Um, so, it's um, so like, so a fully evolved um Pokemon, uh, you would expect, like if it's a good Pokemon, you would expect it to have at least one, if not two stats in the triple digits, hopefully. That's what you would kind of or like at least very close to it like in the 90s like that's that's a good base that, like and if especially hp you want your hp to be very close to if not above 100 by the time you're reaching like level 60. i think it's fair to say yeah like i mean i'm trying to think of in my most in my most recent pokemon games with like kind of like the average hp of my team it's like around like 120. It would be yeah, a good yeah, amount I, of hp i guess so like if you're like in the level 40s range especially like you're gonna have yeah like pokemon like which, just, which are fully evolved. Most, evolved yeah because most episode. most pokemon evolve by level 40 so yeah the most most fully evolved if they have three evolutions the third evolution will probably be somewhere between level 30 and level 40. that's yeah. kind of usual typically, so, typically typically i mean there's obviously there's, there's exceptions and like not all pokemon level like evolve by leveling up but like if you evolve by level up that's kind of average like a range like all sort of pokemon tend to level up around like level 36 to full to full evolution right so by the time you've gotten there like once you're like level 40 you're on like the sixth and seventh gyms you kind of expect to definitely at least one stat above 100 and hp like around like 120 usually like basically all of which is to say, bug types just laughably weak, average, like average-wise. Like yeah. not all though bug Pokemon are bad, but overall, ain't looking great. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a tough time. So. You know considering that from this technical standpoint they don't fare very well it's time we get into the examples of what some bug pokemon are we're actually going to talk about some bug type pokemon as well as bug type moves because types also have moves associated with them so let's get into that Gone over the game mechanics and technical information, and how sad the bug types are. It's time to talk about designs. Yes, because there's so, lots of examples, and a lot of them are pretty unremarkable. But so we, we try to my, bet through some of yeah, them. Yeah. So one of my favorite of all bug type Pokemon. We're gonna go in order. We're gonna go in order because, as we do with every type episode. Yeah. We have, sorry, and there's, if you there's heard pure, it up. yeah you you're getting ahead of yourself, Ari, No, I want to talk about Caterpie. Well, you know what? We're going to run through some of these pretty quick. Okay, I will say with the, it, it wasn't quick, so I'll just put that out there, I guess, is, I, I don't know, I feel like I have this bad habit of saying, oh yeah, we're going to, we're going to talk about this quickly, or I'm going to run through this uh uh in a brief way or something like that, and that never turns out to be the case, so. Sorry. So here's how it's going to go, folks, is that with basically every Pokemon in existence, they can have an, a maximum of two types, so they can be dual type. There's some Pokemon that are just a singular type, and then there's some that, again, like I said, have two typing. But the order actually matters. So if something's primary bug, that means bug comes first and whatever its other type is comes second. But if it's secondary bug, then bug is actually the typing that comes afterwards. So Which is it's, important, important if- it's important to make that uh, yeah. distinction. So we The are risen- gonna- yeah, the reason why that's important is because actually it affects, it's, a little, it's got, it's, I don't know the exact, like, a formula of how it works out, but it's, depending on the primary typing, like, it's got secondary. to do with, like, attack stats and, like, stuff, like, the stats will be different for... If you're well, it's, yeah, it's, it's resistances it's like, as, as well. It's resistances, potential immunities, and things like that are dependent on the order of the types as well. Yeah, so. we're not going to get into it. And if you want more detail on that, go listen to other, other episodes on Pokemon. I'm pretty sure we address all we this. We have and, a Pokemon typings episode as well, yeah, just and, so that's in, clear. Yeah, in episode two, which we brought up at the beginning of the episode, go, go that, listen that's to the that. One on the, that's the one on the franchise itself, but we do actually- I forget the number, but we have an episode on Pokemon Typing. We typings. also do also have specific. an episode on typings. yes, yeah. so go listen to that if you're confused. So starting, or you up, know, or yeah. you know, or just go play Pokemon. Yeah, just go That's play an the option. game. Just go play the game. You know. Okay, so now that we've addressed all that, let's talk about Caterpie. And this is one of my favorite Pokemon, not like Bug type Pokemon, not favorite Pokemon. One of my favorite Bug type Pokemon, not because it's a good Pokemon, but because it's so memeable. It's so funny. So the context you need for this is when you start the game. Obviously, you're very low leveled. And I guarantee you, if you've ever played a Pokémon game, you'll know this, that within the first, like, in the tutorial section of the game, if you will, definitely the, like, 90% of the trainers you fight will use bug-type Pokémon. And, like, at least four, like, at least, like, three-quarters of the Pokémon available to fight in the grass will be bug-type Pokémon. Not in terms of just, like, Pokémon, but when you encounter them bug type early game especially bug types one of the most common encounters is what i found
1: like you go into it's a gra- you go like you go into the
0: grass especially because you you often get like bugs you get often get um flying type pokemon early game as well you do you often get like uh, you catch a flying type and then you go and train it up on a bunch of bug types and that's just kind of how it goes yeah and so caterpie is one of those pokemon that you'll inevitably find early game and they're just funny, because you tend to be- like, your sauce tends to be level five... ish. And then Pokemon you catch will be, like, level around- between, like, level three and four. Caterpie is always, like, level two. Yeah. <laughs> you find them. It's just this little baby bug. It's literally- it's called- it's called Caterpie, because it looks like- it's literally just a caterpillar. And you- I always feel kind of bad killing Caterpie, because it's just- it's just- so weak. another thing to note about like baby bugs so funny. is caterpillar is a first stage i'll talk about its evolution when we talk about primary bugs but Caterpie is a first stage bug type pokemon the nice thing about bug type pokemon is they evolve really 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 fast by at level 10 you will have a fully evolved bug type pokemon with a lot of bug pokemon Not that's not the case for all bug type pokemon it just tends to be for again like what aaron's talking about a lot of the early bugs you can encounter but it's like these things give very little exp when you defeat them so they're technically not worth defeating in my opinion and then also, i always run i don't i don't, I don't bother frail, and they're always lower level than everything else around it and Caterpie for some reason just encapsulates that but i have a soft spot for this pokemon i'd like to talk i love to it. it i love it because it's so memeable. like i said like i have a soft soft spot for Caterpie because it's so weak it's i know funny. i have a soft spot for it like a genuine soft spot for it that does not deal with it being weak because yes it's weak but i'm like there's story time. I'll we'll get into the story time of that. get into the up, story time. Then uh, okay. next up we have Pincer, and pincer is it has gigantic pincers. It would be terrifying in real life. That's all you need to know. There will be Everybody like a funny poke- and- there will be a link to like a like bug type pokemon on the Bulbapedia page that'll be in the description so if you want to look at any of these pokemon you can see it for yourself moving on we have the Wormpool and cascoon and silcoon and i want to talk about these pokemon rn because it has the funniest and weirdest formula ever which i think is still a constant in the franchise which is essentially- it is it is, Wurmple. but it's really cool. It's really cool, but- It is cool, weird. it is cool. And of the early bugs, I do also- like, I like Wurmple. Wurmple is a friend. Mm. Wormpole is so, friend shape, but- Just to- just to- just to clarify, so Wurmple is the first evolution, and then a Wurmple will either evolve into Cascoon and Silcoon, and I'll let- and I'll explain why. Yeah, so and it, how can, yeah, it can yeah, I can go to either Cascoon or Silcoon. And the thing with Wormpool is that based on this like w- like random number generated uh like I don't know. It's- it's a specific formula only, I think, associated with Wormpole, where there is no way to determine which of those Pokémon it will evolve into. You cannot guarantee, when you catch a given Wyrmphold, that it will evolve into Silcoon, or that it will evolve into, a Cascoon. There's- there's no way to know! There's no way to know. And that's unique for the Pokémon, I believe, like, because for most- most Pokémon that have, um, like, the um, two different most paths that have, that have like, yeah. So, for example, um, like Hitmon Top, Hitmon Lee, Hitmon Chan, yeah. Those, the fighting episode, so th- yeah. So, those all, those are three, um, those all evolve from the same Pokemon, and that's determined by whether the attack, uh, stat is higher, the defense stat is higher, or whether they're equal, yes. And then that'll evolve. So, it's easy to know. And if you want one, all you have to do is grind um up the attack defense stat which is there's a way to do with which so i'm not going to explain but you can easily you can like choose which one you're going to get because it's you can see it in your stats um or like for example gardevoir um uh raltz can evolve into gardevoir or by into, level up by level up or it can evolve differently if you use a stone it'll evolve into um, Gallade. 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 thank you i always blank the name uh, always evolve into it'll evolve into Galeg, which is like, psychic but also only if it's male. So if it's male, but only if it's male, star. yeah. So very specific Anything conditions, but no. But like conditions. you know, but you know though, exactly, you can, you exactly. know whether you're gonna what you're gonna get. Like with Worm, with Cascoon and Silcoon, you have absolutely no idea. You don't now, know. Now to be fair, you can also depending on the game and the areas that you can adventure to. Cascoon and Silcoon are also catchable in the wild. So. It, t- hmm. it technically doesn't matter but if you do want to start off having a worm and you want to evolve it you just got to know that there's no guarantee it's going to be the one you want because silicone evolves in a beauty fly which is a butterfly um and then cascoon evolves into dust stalks which is based off of a moss beautyfly in my opinion is superior so i'm like i always want a silicone and you're always taking that risk with a wormpole it could be a cascoon it could be a silcoon moving on we have Cricketot and cricutoon from oh we didn't mention the generations by the way caterpie and pincer are from generation one uh wormpole cascoon slash silcoon are from generation three and these two well-behaved bug type pokemon tot and cricutoon are from generation four i love these bug type pokemon they are so derpy everyone knows cricutoons cry it's so iconic it's the, that's, that's Krikatoon's cry. Everyone knows it. Even if no one uses Krikatoon. Everyone, I think, loves Krikatoon because of that iconic uh, cry. And also that these Bug type Pokemon are based off Krikatoon, of, like, conductors. Also, like, these, these guys are ready to so wave irf- a baton. It's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful because they're so dumb. I actually have used I'm actually using a cricket tune in one of my runs of Shining Pearl. Mm, nice, and nice. it's not bad. It's not bad. And then lastly to end off the pure bug list, we have Grubbin from Generation Seven. All you need to know about Grubbin is it's the Gen 7 equivalent of Caterpie. Yes, but Grubbin, That's all you need to know. Grubbin's kind of endearing, okay? Like No, he's least- endearing, but that's that's all you need but, to know. But know, you are, all the stuff you are- I said. <laughs> Oh, I said, the, all the stuff I said in the beginning about Caterpie. <laughs> applies to That Grubbin. all applies to Grubbin. It's the Gen 7 version. Because, like, cause just for, like, context, Gen 7 is meant to be in Alola. So it has loads of, like, there's loads of regional variants, loads of unique Pokemon. So because they didn't want to, because it's meant to be, it's, been, it's based on, Alola's based on Hawaii. So it's yeah. meant to be kind of this exotic location kind of thing. So they didn't really want to go with the kind of pre-existing formulas. And they needed a weak bug type for early games, they were like, Grubbin! So it's, just, it's, it's the Gen 7 version of Caterpie. All the stuff I said about Caterpie, it's just it's just Grubbin. Yeah. That's all you need to know. So I think, uh, so now we're gonna get into the primary bug listing. Now there's something just to note generally about primary bug type Pokemon, is the bulk of bug type Pokemon have primary typing so a lot of them tend to be bug, bug, bug flying bug? bug. yeah they tend to be bug. um they tend to be bug flying so that's gonna be the common case with a lot of them we i did try we did try to sift through examples where yeah. it wasn't just strictly bug flying but you know what we're, and, there's we're, some, and some interesting there's some interesting ones i'm excited so here's the later. story okay just, just for just just quickly it just I want to tell the story are in? Yeah, tell you a total story to say that I wanna say real quickly. <laughs> the bug flying thing I think actually does make sense because you think about it like butterflies and like lots of and like lots of bugs have wings. So the, the type thing makes sense. That's <laughs> yeah. all I wanted to say. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah, that's fair to say. I don't it's know. A why logical I'm, I, don't, typing. I feel like I don't know this. I'm just laughing so much. It's just I feel bad for bugs. Anyways, here's the story mm. time I wanted to get into about Caterpie. So it's middle stage metapod is just dorky, but it evolves into Butterfree. And I had a story with Butterfree where in one of my games I was doing like a Nuzlocke and I didn't end up finishing it to be completely honest i scrapped it for something else but i did end up getting a Caterpie as one of my encounters and I'm like well i gotta use this because oh well it's a nuzlocke i have to do it if you know anything about nuzlocke you can't catch whatever you want there's limit there's rules so i'm like i guess i'm using a Caterpie now so then i evolved it really quickly because of course bug type pokemon evolve really fast and especially Caterpie. you get you get its final evolution butterfree at level 10 or like around that level and whatnot. And for some reason, it was actually really good and was helping carry my team. I don't know why, it just really worked. And I also got like the good ability on it. And mm-hmm. I don't know. And I just now have a soft spot from Butterfree. So whenever I see Butterfree, I'm like, oh, it's Butterfree. So yeah, moving on. Um, I, 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 I also have a, I also have a story type about Bug-type Pokemon. Um, About Butterfree? No, but not about Butterfree, about Beautifly. Oh, okay. You can get into that. Um, it's not even my story, it's your story. Um, we were it's doing- like my we... story?! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I don't use bug types, man! I used a bug type exactly once. I used a Dwebble. Okay. In one of my Gen 8 playthroughs, I use a Dwebble. And mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, Dwebble is a bug rock type. Mm-hmm. Just for people listening. Um, but... When we were, we were doing this challenge playthrough of Pokemon Brilliant Diamonds... Yes oh oh yeah oh you're telling that story oh oh my goodness that was so sad can we not tell that story no i'm telling it now it's too late uh, okay. um okay so we were get so we got to the we were basically we were doing this thing called a rush lock that we kind of made up where it's like we were racing to see who could complete gyms and objectives the fastest But you know it's not really relevant the only thing you need to know is that we were at the grass gym in brilliant we We're playing brilliant diamond um and then AR got completely stuck, because the, um, you had a, uh, you used, um, you had the water type starter from the, that gen. Yes, um, I did. And obviously grass is super effective, against water, you would had up And then you'd never, because we were racing, never had the chance to pick up a decent counter, and all you had was this flipping butterfly. And then it took you like four tries to beat the gym, and eventually you just gave up and went and got it a... Pony tub, which is a fire type, it was very funny. Yeah, because basically I like <laughs> I had a whole strategy, and I'm like, wait, there's no way that this beauty fly, even if it is fully evolved, there's no way this beauty fly outspeeds this really really good grass type the gym leader has as her ace. And I'm just like, and it oh, was and it was great. This is I basically basically AR was trying a hard carry through the gym using a beauty fly, and it just wasn't working, and it was very funny. See, that's Beauty, all. That's Beauty all I wanted to say. has served me well in other games, but this was not it. Moving on. Weedle, Kakuna, and Beedrill also from Generation One are all bug poison types. They are the other bugs that you would be able to catch that are not Caterpie. Next up, we have Scyther. <laughs> Next up, we have Scyther. Also from generation one, a bug flying Pokemon, surprise, surprise. Um, this one's really cool though, because um, it got an evolution uh, introduced in generation two, known as Scizor, which is bug steel. You need an item- It's to got scissors. In, and it's got, well, it's like- It's like, got clamps. It, it is scissors. It's a pair of scissors. Yeah, it's pretty fair. But yeah, Scythor becomes Scizor, and Scizor is a really good Pokémon because it's really only got one weakness, because Bug does, uh, no wait, does it resist ground? Is that what we talked about earlier? That it does resist ground? Or does ground resist Uh, it? Mmm, no, it resists ground. Okay, well yeah, so then Steel is weak to ground, but if Bug has the resistance to ground, that's mediated. So it's only real weakness is fire. And that's still pretty bad, also, though, because it's quad. But, but it's, like, it's quad- it's quad weak to so fight. that's the trade-off, that's a trade-off. But to Scissor's credit, it is a very good Pokémon. So, is like actually mm. one of those decent Pokémon, um, mm. even on so its own- that's only- the thing. There are- there are some decent bug-type Pokémon, but I would argue that only- the only decent bug-type Pokémon are all dual-types. Like, I yeah. wouldn't consider using- I would never consider using a single-type, like, unless it evolved into a dual-type like i'm not using a pure bug type because it's just that bad then Next i know up. there are some good there are there are a couple of good like i said dwebble earlier i like dwebble i have a soft spot for dwebble it was in my first playthrough of gen my of uh you sword. just you need to experience using more bug pokemon to both appreciate no, i have i have reason. another i have another story actually thank you i have another story about bug types. I've used more than one bug type, I'm just saving the bug types until it comes up. Okay, okay. So next up we have Spinarak and Aeridos, introduced in Generation 2 and are bug poison types. The only reason I'm bringing them up is because they are based off of spiders. Next up we have Heracross, which was also introduced in Generation 2, and this one is a unique typing, folks. It is a bug fighting Pokemon. It's got some pretty nasty weaknesses, like, man, this thing can't take a hit, but it's attack stat. It's quad weak to flying. It's it's so so I'm saying its weaknesses are terrible, but with the right ability and also its stats and move pool, this Pokemon is really is really really powerful. So I'm still so, scared of it, even though it is very weak. This time. yeah, so, so I don't I don't sleep cannon. on Heracross. I do not sleep on Heracross. No, it's it's a bit of a glass cannon. But to be fair, here's the thing, right? Yes. So the one of the the first gen the four the first elite four member from Gen four yep. has a Heracross as his ace. Yes. He has a Guts Heracross as his ace. Yes. Which, how do you just, desc- like, it's the Guts ability... Guts, uh, boosts yeah. your attack if you have a status infliction. So if you're burned, paralyzed, poisoned, your attack stack goes up. Nice. Yeah, that- that. Um, basically, that- that Heracross generally- generally scares me a little bit. I mean, in the- in my actual playthrough, I just kind of used Fly on it and it died. But it took, like, two hits. So it's not even that- even though it's quad weak, which should tell you something about this is actually a decent Pokemon. It's also based off of a stag beetle, so it's got a really cool yeah. design. It's a, It doesn't evolve either, it's a single so Heracross, stage Pokemon. So Heracross is one of the bug type Pokemon that I'm like, this is actually a decent Pokemon. Then next up, this also is another gen 3 uh, bug Pokemon that has an interesting gimmick to it. So now we have Ninjask and Shedinja. Could I choose. have a story about Ninjask and Shedinja! So Ninjask is bug flying, like a lot of them, but Shedinja is bug ghost. So can, before you tell your story, let me explain the gimmick behind them real quick. So okay. uh, basically, it starts off as a Ninkata, which is like bug ground or something, um, and then it will be able to evolve into a Ninjask or a Shedinja. Now the thing is is that you can only get Shedinja not through level up. What you need to do is you need to leave the last like spot in your party because you can have a team of six. You have to make sure your team is a team of five in order to get, or is it... Yeah, you need to make sure you have a team of five, You need to have have a free space in your player, and you need to have a Pokeball. Pokeball, And it's a really weird thing, like, when Nincada evolves into Ninjask, it'll evolve into Ninjask, and if you have a spare Pokeball and a space in your party, a Shedinja will just show up. Yes, it'll just... it's Like, it doesn't evolve from anything, technically. Yes. It just shows up in your party when you evolve like it's ninj- only an evolution ninjata. of Ninkata by extension and not even directly, which is really Yeah you can't actually you'll have a so when you evolve ninkata you'll have a ninjask and a shodinja. And the thing and with the Shedinja cool thing, Yeah yeah the thing with Shodinja is its ability is Wonder Guard so it can only be hit by things that are super effective against it. So if you hit it with rock, flying, uh fire, then yeah it's gonna it's gonna just faint. But the other thing with Shedinja it only has one hit point. That's it. Because it's immune. Because it's immune to everything. If it's not super effective, it won't hit it. So it's immune. So it's immune to everything that isn't super effective against it. Yep. So, so yeah. but it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool Pokemon, I have to say. So my little story. Yeah. Um. So I actually because I needed. I was playing. I don't actually remember what. I think it was. Yes, I was playing my. I was doing. Um. Pokemon Sword DLC, right? Yeah. And I needed a Ground-type, and then I found an Encada, and I didn't really know anything about it, so I was like, oh, this is cool, so I put it on my party. Mm-hmm. But I only had three Pokemon, and then I evolved it into a Ninjask, and then a Shedinja just showed up, and I had no idea what was going on. I was like, wait, when did I catch this? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, so I looked it up, and then it was like, ah, that's cool. And I did, I did, I used it for a bit. I don't think I have it on my team anymore. I kicked it off because I swapped it for a different Ghost-type, but it was... But it was pretty funny because it actually ge- it gave me a little mini heart attack because I was like, what the hell?
1: Because I went into yeah. I went
0: into the Pokemon camp. Oh yeah, like I oh, evolved yeah. like I evolved then like no, I went into nin- I went I had my Nin card. I evolved into Ninjas. Yeah. And then because if anybody who's ever played Pokemon knows, when your Pokemon evolves, it'll say, oh look, your Pokemon's evolving. Congratulations, you got this Pokemon here. Its stats, For Ninja, it doesn't do that. Like it doesn't show up. Like Allah doesn't say, oh look, you've also got a Shijinja, Shijinja just showed up in your party, like really inconspicuously. So until you go and look in your party, you don't know it's there. Yep. So I immediately involved Nincada into Ninjask and then went to my Pokemon camp. And then it was literally right in front of my screen because it spawned right at the Oh, front. that's so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> I was just like, give me a little mini heart attack. I was like, what oh, the flip is this? Who are you? Where did you come from? That's not scary it, at all. You got your no, own little quite, mini jump scare of a kind. No, it was. Of it into... was quite funny, especially because I mean, she didn't is actually kind of cute. But it doesn't. It's not the most wholesome of Pokemon. It basically looks like an empty bug shell that's floating. It looks very lifeless, so it's very true to the bug ghost typing. Like yeah, so it's a bit like I. So it's a bit like oh my god. You know, for two people who are lightly roasting bug-type Pokémon, we have all these funny stories about them. Okay, next mm-hmm. up, we have Combee and Vespiquin, introduced in Generation 4, both bug-flying Pokémon. Here's the thing with Combee. It can only evolve into Vespiquen if it's female, so if you get a male Combee, sucks to be you. Next up, we have Yanmega. You know, the also- reason- I just felt like the reason- we should explain- I'm just gonna explain- No, the we thing. should not explain no. Combee's <laughs> sadness. No, 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 the Combee- no, all I was gonna say is, Combee is based on a, um, honeycomb. honey- honey- honeycomb, yeah. And then- Vespaquin is a um like a bee. It's like like an but anthropomorphized like, queen bee. Yeah. Which is why only She's female... so cool though. Vespaquin's so cool. Vespaquin is so cool, but the reason only if the reason only female combi can evolve into Vespaquin is obviously because you can't have king bees. There's only queen yes. bees. Like yes. that's that's not a which is obviously the Again, more realistic all, logic. It's cool. <laughs> with, the, with the bugs. Um, we will move on to this other Pokémon that got totally robbed, by the way, which is Yon Mega. And it is- it was introduced in generation Yon 4. Yon Mega. I'm pretty sure its first evolution like, Yanma was introduced in Generation 2, uh, but then it was given this evolution in Generation 4. Generation 4 did a lot of that, where they give they gave older Pokémon new evolutions. And here's the thing with Yanmega: it's literally based off of a dragonfly, but it's not a bug-dragon type, it's just bug-flying like the rest of them, which is so <laughs> sad because it's a literal dragonfly. And also, it can't learn the move fly! It's a dragonfly! <laughs> so it's neither dragon nor can it fly, but yet it's based off of a dragonfly. Yonmega oh, is like I'm the saddest for that. I'm convinced! I'm convinced that, that, that the devs did that on purpose, just to be a troll. They're just, just to fighting be, us with this Pokémon. No, I'm like, just to be trolly. Yonmega did not this. And also, it's slander. really funny. And it's also really funny, because before... is it Gen... 6? Like, when HMs. Uh, gen, like, HMs were reusable by Generation 5. Okay. Um, but I know you still needed them. I'm saying like you couldn't fast travel without because like, you could in the later games, you can fast travel without them. Oh, you're talking about like oh, like not needing to teach a Pokemon each end. Oh, yeah. yes, okay, I got confused with TMs. Um, yeah, so that that only started with Generation Seven, then. Yeah, okay. So, in general, so before Generation Seven, um, the way to fast travel around the map was to teach one of your Pokemon the move fly, and yeah. then it could fly you to different places on the map. So the fact that Yanmega is a dragonfly and a bug flying type and it can't learn fly is actually just really irritating because you need a Pokemon on your team that can learn fly otherwise you can't like fast travel around the map. Yeah, before generation 7, so they stopped doing that. It's sad. Just, It's I just think it's really funny to be honest. It's got okay moves and it's got a really good ability, but it's also just like every other bug flying pokemon really weak to a lot of things. Next up, we have Joltik and Galvantula, which uh, were introduced in generation 5 and are bug electric types. These are also one of the few spider pokemon we have, so they're really cool. Um uh Galvantula is like a exactly really weird and cool. interesting design. Um, I yeah, wouldn't exactly call them cool. but I think then again, I don't like spiders. I don't so. like spiders either, but Galvantula, like, at least is- It's- I don't know. I, I only I, tolerate- I only tolerate one spider Pokémon and it's coming up in a bit, so. Okay, well anyways, um, so Joltik and Galvantula, they're- they're all right. You don't think they're cool, I think they're okay. The really cool ones coming up I just really don't like spiders. No, neither do I. I am a literal arachnophobe, but like, for some reason, bugs in Pokémon games just Mediate that fear for me a little bit. I don't know what it is, but anyway, no, Joltic still squishes. I still no, not Joltic, but I don't mind the. Oh, only, no, to like, be one fair, I don't anymore. want any. I don't want these spiders to be real. To be fair, like I don't actually want any of these to be real because a lot of them are humongous for bugs. Like they are giants, so I'm like, no thanks. But like, that, bit- like I'm pretty sure Heracross is like the size of you. I'm not pretty player. sure it's like 4 foot 11, which, yeah, it's, it's the size no, of the no. player. Yeah, yeah, it's the size of the player, because the player has a 10 year old! Yeah, I just realized, <laughs> um, wow, it's a scary world to live in. Um, so, uh, next oh, up we God. have Larvesta and Volcarona, also introducing the same generation, and our Bugfire Pokémon. It's a really, it's a real shame that I think Larvesta comes quite late in the game, and it evolves into Volcarona quite late. Volcarona is like, it's like a moth-like Pokémon, but it's got, like, that typing is not great in a lot of ways, but it's got such a cool design. This thing is scary. If it was real like this would be literally terrifying. Um then next up we have Durant which is interesting in generation 5. It's a bug steel pokemon so it's basically in the same kind of situation as size. It's one of the very few it's one well. of the very few it's one of the also one of the very few bipedal ones, I think. No, it's, that... a, it's, it's not bipedal. It's a, it's it's, no. it's an ant. It's no, an ant. I'm confusing I'm I know I'm, no, I'm confusing it with the um you know the little red one that has like knife arms. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, not I forget it. what it's called. I know. That one called. Wait, what are you talking about? I know they're like the little in this. You see them what you saw them all in the steel gym in Brilliant Diamond. The little red guys with like steel arms. That's not Sizor. It might be, it might be. Hang on, we I need to figure this that. out. Okay, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Okay so RN made an oopsie they were not talking about, about I was told about a bug I was, was just part confused steel, to be fair with part Steel Durant is just an ant, by the way. It is really good. Unfortunately, it doesn't evolve from anything, nor does no, it- No, I know, into I know anything, what we're talking about but, now. I'm just dumb. But yeah, no, Aurant no knows, knows what we're talking about now. It just was not a bug. That's what Aurant was thinking about. The I'm just- I'm just stupid. No news here. It's okay, Aurant. You're okay, you're okay. Moving on to the last Pokemon we're talking about in the primary bug category. Last last like Pokemon, plural, are Wimpod and Galicipod, introduced in Generation 7, which are bug water Pokemon. I personally like these Pokemon. Um, I've used them. <laughs> that also helps. Um, Galisapod also greatly reminds it. me of a of a eurypterid um which was basically like a prehistoric a arthropod yeah eurypterids. it was they were basically prehistoric arthropods and there's this one called megaloreptus and it was kind of just this like really scary underwater scorpion type of thing and gallisopods face a- looks a lot like those um those prehistoric oh, that's terrifying. Arthropods it, literally terrifying the planet was so scary like uh <laughs> over 300 million years ago very scary time do you know and- that over three? Do you know? Do you know? Like not? It wasn't time of the dinosaurs, but it was just before. It was like before. This it would was have like been time also, of the mammoths, yeah, way before. This, this was would- like yeah. So basically, around the time of the mammoths, before the last ice age, there were a load of giant bugs. Do you know that there was a four-meter-long worm? Yeah, and like there was like a. F- Ten meter long millipede. That well, even before, possible. even before the the great Whoa. dying, you also got humongous bugs and things like that. Anyway, so the, basically, scary the planet stuff. has gone through their phases of having giant bugs. Gligipod is kind of like one of those nightmarish creations. It's a cool Pokemon in design, though. Like I'll give it credit. It's just very scary, um, and the typing is not bad. Like to its credit, mm-hmm. it's just really slow. But let's conclude the bug type examples with secondary bug pokemon this is gonna be a very short list so we have um Skorupi, which was a generation 4 pokemon and is a poison bug its evolution have is not against... a bug type it's, no, its no, evolution a... Is not a bug type even though i think everyone thinks it is it's just not so no. i'm not gonna bring it up here um, no but it's so it's, it's, it's a cool evolution but i have a grudge against squirupi because i was trying to catch um a pokemon in the great ground underground and i just kept finding squirupi's and it yeah, was really, yo, they're, they're really common. In they're the everywhere they're everywhere oh yeah. my god and then like, and i was like trying to find i was trying to find a flipping absol and then I just kept finding skaroopies yeah I was like, why and then after a while that's just not it so then we have um dupiter and araquanid introduced in generation seven the only spider type pokemon i tolerate i like these two yeah um araquanid is scary to be fair like But it's cool though, I like it. But it is cool, and it also has a really broken ability, because its ability is Water Bubble, which has the damage of fire moves against it, and it also, like, um... What is it? Does it regenerate health when it gets like water type damage or something? Like it something also Something like that, yeah. Something like that. But it or has fire or type like boost, damage. Or like it boosts. Yeah, some I think it yeah, I think it something. I think it boosts I think it boosts something or boosts water type. I think it boosts water type moves as well. So it has damage from fire types and it boosts water type moves, and that's a signature ability. So like it's pretty much guaranteed to get it. To be fair, um, I don't use it very much because I've it's used araquanid. Sh- it. It's so good. It's so good. No, it's I'm just saying... it's slow. No it. Like, usually... It's good. No, I know what I'm saying. I've used I've used it before and I like it. I'm just saying I don't use it that often because, I'm as I'm sure everyone aware, I love... If you've ever listened to the series before, you know that I love Primarina, which is the Gen 7 water type. Yes, yeah, so you already and have you your water have, niche filled. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I know So I'm saying. You don't want to have more than one t- of a type on a team, so I don't tend to use Arachnid very much because inevitably, whenever I play through Gen 7, I you choose just the pick water type starter. The, yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's like I don't tend to use it very much, although I do like it, and I have used it when I've not, when I've done a run through with, um... Rowlet instead. So, so then next up we have Sizzlipede and Santa Scorched introduced in Generation Eight, and our Fire One of the good Pokemon. Pokemon. This One is of a really really good Pokemon. Really good Pokemon, Pokemon. Gen it gets also to kind of make up for that typing because again it has a similar problem as Volcarona from Generation Five, it being oh. Fire Bug. It actually has a really really amazing move set, and it is actually like a good. It gets move. really good. His moves stats too. are pretty decent. Um, and so despite it being based off of a centipede, which I do not like, I really like this Pokemon. Um, and it's I- kind of like, basically if you took a piece of ribbon yes. and gave it legs and a mustache made out of flames. That's what that's, you get here. That's what you get. And it's great. Yeah. It's really funny. Cause yeah. it's just like, it's, it's really good. And it's one of the only Pokemon in Gen 8 where I actually like it. I actually think is, uh, it's, um gigantamax form is cool yes yes it's one because of the a first lot of, gigantamax a lot of, ones you see as well yeah a lot of is i think no i think it's the first one do you get Vol- gigantamax do you see gigantamax dreadnought before you see Gigantamax? no you Scenta don't you, you don't, don't see dra- right? you don't you don't see dreadnought until the second time you fight no, ah i, I see think. okay so send so the Scorch first is the first one you see gigantamax that's cool yeah it's the first gigantamax pokemon you see in the game and it's actually really cool because yes. um just it's really cool because um it's like a lot of, i feel like a lot of the like i don't particularly like gigantamax Dreadnought and a lot of the gigantamax forms i don't like yeah me neither but but no but gigantamax center scorch is, is pretty really cool. cool is really It's cool. pretty cool we are in agreement on that one and then concluding this list is snom also introduced in the same generation and is ice bug what a terrible typing but you know <laughs> what snom is kind of cute so it's okay like it looks so harmless no but it's and- so funny but it's so bad because it's so ice, bad i'm, I'm never, never gonna ice. use it it's just cute like you know what i mean because ice is like true to its name very easily shattered yeah. ice types we're gonna get to ice types later but ice types let's just say ice types are not fair and much better than bug types maybe we Stat talk about wise. ice types next and be like oh to be an ice type but anyways yeah so Snom is is it's not like a battle that, i'm not mentioning its evolution just because it, it, it just has the same problem as a lot of other Pokemon that are bug and are quad weak to stuff, so it's just the usual shenanigans. So, to conclude this section, we are going to talk about Bug-type moves, just going to quickly talk about Vespiquen's signature moves, and then we'll talk about Glissapod's signature moves Vespiquen- well. can't Vespiquen only use two moves? No. Or something? You, you, have, have... you don't use Bug-type Pokemon enough, RN. Vespiquen can do so much more. Vespiquen is okay, really good. Okay, because- because I've only ever seen As Vespiquen a- with like ai using it and i swear to god it never uses anything else it just uses that too that's, that's the ai's it. problem but anyways we, yeah, that Bec- is Bec- the Bec- ai's problem Bec- Bec- that's Bec- Queen has these two moves called attack order and defend order so attack order is a damaging move defend order is a like a it's a self-inflicting move like it's a status move where it raises its own defense stats and i'm like that's a really cool concept because it works in the ideas of like having its worker bees do things for it so attack order you deploy You know deploy the workers to attack the enemy you have the defend order where you have your workers protect you kind of thing like it plays into the b gimmick a lot which i really which i think is really cool and back to your point on galisopod with its ability known as emergency exit where basically once it hits like uh like half when it gets to yellow yeah when it gets to yellow health it will just leave it will just leave the battle and switch out for another Pokemon. But basically, what's really helpful with that ability is if you, like, you know, if Glispod gets hit by something super effective, the thing is it has this one-time priority move called First Impression, which is like, I think some 90 base damage or something. Like, it's a really strong bug type move. And once it uses that, does a lot of damage, assuming it doesn't get one shot by whatever's attacking it, it'll use Emergency Exit, so then it's okay. You can switch it in safely again to use First Impression like when you defeat mm-hmm. the opponent kind of thing so glissapod has an interesting gimmick like it's not totally bad it's pretty cool i've, I've used the first impression uh strategy before and it, it does work uh it, it just it, glissapod is still weak to stuff that's the only trade-off then next up we have the classic move of leech life lots of pokemon that aren't bugs learn this actually like zubat for example which is not a bug mm-hmm. it's a bat <laughs> um and it drains health it drains health now next up we have Megahorn, which used to be the signature move of Heracross. Um makes a lot of sense, it being based off of blue stag beetle and all. Megahorn's a really cool ability, does a lot of damage. Is it no longer? It's no longer anything? now. No. Because Xrenius <laughs> also gets this move. Um uh, right, right, right. so then next up we have Quiver Dance, which is a stat raising move. So it raises special defense, special attack, defense, and speed. Those are all really good stats to raise. Because um, typically the Pokemon that can learn Quiver Dance are not even physical attackers to begin with. It's a sometimes it's not perfect. Like for example, I think Beauty don't, don't. Beautyfly learning Quiver Dance is actually a good play. Like that, that, yeah. Beautyfly can actually do stuff if you quiver dance it more than once. So, um, the problem is giving you the problem, the problem enough is making it level long enough to quiver dance <laughs> to set up your quiver dances. That's also fair. But sometimes, sometimes if the strat works and you have a strategy and whatnot, it can happen. Mm. It can happen. The next up, we have sticky so that's, Web. Like, that's the thing with like because of the low HP, it's kind of hard to help. Like, bugs are one of the hardest types to set up because of the low. HP and stuff. No, absolutely. So yeah, you are still very much right about that. Then next up we have Sticky Web, which is a like status move essentially. The thing is a lot of bug type Pokemon actually tend to be used as setup Pokemon where you s- you kind of set up either like hazards and things like that, which are things that can be detrimental to the yeah, opponent, because, in, very sim- in very simple language. But sticky web yeah. lowers your opponent's speed for their entire team. So anytime they switch into a Pokemon, they will get caught in the sticky web and then will automatically be lowered in speed. And that's always really helpful because like, sticky web. So has- sticky web is kind of similar to like the, you know, the shot, like the pointy rock move. No, it's similar it in that regard, but Stealth Rock does yeah. damage, it doesn't lower any stats. No, I know. I'm just saying I'm saying that in the kind of- I'm saying it's similar in the way that it affects your whole team, exactly. no matter exactly. what. Exactly, exactly. the same kind of move. Um, Although, so they, to I be think, fair- I think bugs are- bugs are often used set setup Pokémon because they have a lot of very wide-ranging moves. When it comes like to status sticky web And then, yeah, and then status moves and stuff, because you get like- Poison you powder, get, like, sleep powder. powder. And then they also- like, yeah, and then Bugs bugs also often learn, like, a large range of moves, even though they aren't, like, it's, like, a lot, I don't know, but a couple of Bug-type Pokemon that learn, like, Grass-type moves and stuff, even though. Yeah, like, Bug-type, Bug-type Pokemon, to be fair, don't have the widest move pool, like, they don't have a lot of selection, so certain moves that they do have access to can be useful but again there is like you said the problem of them Mm. being alive long enough for them to actually do something thing is sticky web actually kind of helps to offset that because there is another strategy here which is they can know the like certain bug type pokemon can learn the move u-turn basically it just it's just it's kind of very similar to the emergency exit ability where Mm. you do damage and then you switch out for another pokemon this is Um. a bug type move it does like base 70 damage yeah, not all Pokémon learn like, U-turn, not all, um, and it's not only Bug-types that can learn U-turn as well, yes. like, because, um, like, I know that, um, Sobble can learn U-turn,
1: which is yes. a water-type.
0: Yes. And I'm pretty sure that, isn't there one, isn't there one Pokémon in Cynthia's team that has U-turn? One I'm one not sure. I'm not sure. Um. I, I have a memory of being hit with U-turns, and my Pokémon was weak to Bug, and it was a big problem. Well that actually just might have straight up been during the Aaron battle. I don't I think it types. wasn't during it wasn't but I think it wasn't during the Aaron battle because I remember being surprised that it had U-turn. I was ah, like, you know, not okay. even a bug type. Why do you have U-turn? I see. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Um, but anyways, yeah, U-turn, lots of other Pokemon that aren't bugs can learn it. And then lastly, we have X scissor, which is just a classic damaging bug type move. Again, same situation. Lots of Pokemon that aren't bugs. It types makes an can learn X. This. It makes an X. It's a really good move. It's a really no, good No, it's move funny, because, like, it's literally- credit. it's literally, like, the most- It's literally the most, like, descriptive name of a Pokemon move ever, because it's literally, like, when you use X-Scissor, Pokemon makes its like attack animation and then just a big green X shows up on screen and then it gets Hey, it's kind of scary in the right situation where you're like, oh no, I didn't know it learned that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, X's are- Yeah, no, no, but I'm just saying it's, it's it's a, it's a good, it's a good name for the move, because it's literally just a giant green X It's it's a giant green X, yeah, it's it's a good time. Okay, but that, yeah, that was very long spiel, surprisingly, about bug type Pokemon examples and bug type moves. Let us now conclude the episode and just talk about other subversive, more unorthodox case studies for bug-type Pokemon, and then just, like... I mean, I think we've already done. brought up a couple, like, Shedinja, but here's a couple of other There's a ones. couple more! There's a couple more! We're, get, we're gonna give them their own time in the spotlight. Let's get into that. Okay, so some of the, I guess, more... Subversive Pokemon. I don't even know if that's what we call them, but uh, we have in Generation Five these pure bug. Well, actually, it was Bug Steel, or no, Shelmet's pure bug, but uh, Carablast and Shelmet introduced in Generation Five. So when Carablast and Shelmet are traded, Carablast evolves into Escavalier, which is a Bug Steel Pokemon, and then Shelmet will evolve into Excel, Excel Gore, which is just a pure bug. But the weird thing is is that shelmet looks like it should evolve into a scavalier and Care blast technically looks like it, it should evolve into a selgore so it's like they kind of like fusion a but, little bit and then evolve. Yeah. it's like it's a it's an interesting thing and then this and is then the only, and, and yeah it, and it's just because obviously lots of pokemon actually do evolve by love by trading trading like yeah. Yeah. so like geodude evolves into um golem by trading for example but this is, I'm pretty sure this is the only Pokemon that evolved. Like, you specifically have to trade these two Pokemon with each other. It doesn't work if you don't trade them for each yeah, other. Yeah, you can't trade a Cara like if you, just trade for a different Carabast, you have to yeah, trade Cara Blast. Yeah, if it doesn't trade, if you don't trade Cara with a Shelmet, if you trade it with, like, I don't know, uh, Ninjask, it's not gonna work. So yeah. You specifically have to trade it with a Shelmet for it to evolve. Yeah. Then, this is basically the only, like, it's technically a mythical, I think people still think of it as a legendary, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's, it is a mythical Pokemon. It's the only kind of remarkable Pokemon, in my opinion, because yes, we do have two Ultra Beasts to talk about, but I don't like those Ultra Beasts, and I do like this Pokemon. This is Genesect, introduced in Generation 5. It is a Bug Steel Pokemon. There's a very popular theory that one of the fossil Pokemon, um, Kabutops, is the prehistoric form of Genesect because they have a lot of physical similarities. Genesect is basically this like techno bug Pokemon and it you can insert it's like a drives blaster into on its head. it. It's got a blaster on its head and if you give it like the correct held item, they're like drives essentially, then it will change its typing. So it will be bug something else if you give it those drives. So it's got it's one of those like change type like uh, type changing gimmicks. Uh, there's other Pokemon in, in existence that do do a version of this, but Genesect is really cool, really awesome design. It's like purple; it's got red eyes. So it like, and then looks like when very... you when you put the different drives in, like the color, like they've got like this little color thing, and it'll like change color. The blaster, like on top of the blaster, it'll change yeah. color. Yeah. So it's a really cool Pokemon. I really like it. Then next up we have Grubbin's evolutionary line because it changes it. Goes from being pure bug into this uh, other typing. Um, we have uh, Charge Bug and Vikavolt, which are bug electric Pokemon. Did did you ever use Vikavolt? Out of curiosity. Mm, not really. I think I think I had one, but I never really used it. Charge Bug is so boxy. I find it so funny. It's a really funny middle stage bug Pokemon, and Vikavolt yeah. has terrible speed. And it's it's not the best, but I like using it. It's a really intense, cool design. Um, I mean, again, another Pokemon that would be really scary in real life. But I like Charge Bug. I like Viper Bolt. So at least they're interesting regional bugs. You know what I mean? Like Grubbin is not just a Caterpie mm. in that regard. It's like, the Caterpie, Caterpie, Caterpie in a lot of ways. I, mean, I don't know. I feel like Charge Bug just reminds me of a boss. Yeah, that's fair. Just oh, just to clarify, like. Charge Bug is the evolution of Grubbin who we brought up at the top of the episode. Yeah, as the Gen Seven version of, so it evolves in as the Gen Seven version of um, Caterpie, so that evolves yeah. into, so Grubbin evolves into Charger Bug, which evolves into Vic Vault. Yes, so it's pretty cool. Um, and but now I mean, it's, I don't, cool, it's a cool design. I just never really, I just like I said, I don't really use that many bug types. You you should use them because I've used my I've used uh, actually a bunch of these Pokemon that we have talked about today and they're really cool. But I have not used these Pokemon because uh, I don't know how I feel about them. Okay, so next up we have Buzzwool and Pheromosa, which were introduced in Generation Seven, like you know Grubbin and its evolutions, and they are both bug fighting Pokemon. Buzzwool is unique to Pokemon Sun, and Pheromosa is unique to Pokemon Moon. Um. What are- what are your yeah. thoughts are about these well, Ultra okay. Beasts? Well, okay, Because so, the Ultra Whoa. Beasts were a weird time, like, eh. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really- I never caught- The- I never really caught it, but, um, I think... I never- I never caught the Ultra Beasts, because I was, like, not interested. But I think- okay. I did. I don't know why I did. I don't. I don't. <laughs> so here's- so, okay, here's the thing, right? <laughs> so... For Buzzwall, right? I think <laughs> out of the two of them, out of the two of them, I definitely prefer Ferramosa. Yes, I I agree. Yes, because Buzz, but that's not because I like Faramosa, That's just because I dislike Buzzwall. Yes. Okay, so imagine. Okay, so just so t- if anybody listening, take a giant buff guy, right? Yeah. Like really, like super, like think like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh no, that's not a good image. <laughs> yeah. But like, make him orange. Give him like body sacks. Like yeah, fluid, fluid like instead sacs. of muscles, instead of instead of like muscles, Air make fluid him. Sacs. Yeah, no, yeah, like so instead of muscles, it's like a series of interconnecting circles, like spheres, mm-hmm. and then give him an insect head. And then four legs, and that's what Buzzwald looks like. <laughs> Buzzwald is based off of a mosquito, by the way, and that's an insect I don't like. Lots of insects I don't like, but some of these bug Pokémon have found a way to be likable for me. Like, Bug, I really like, Bikavolt I do like, Glissapod I like, Scorch, I like, but Buzzwald, there's says something very- I don't know what it is about Buzzwald, and then says like- faramosa opposite in Physique. Which is the point, I think, because they're like- Yes. From opposite- Yes. So Faramosa. It's basically, like, a lady with, like, the longest legs imaginable. Mm-hmm. And, like, instead of- and then she has, like, antenna- iten- um, antenna, and, antenna, like, yeah. kind of hair. She's very- is very- uh, Pheromosa is very, very, um, uh humanoid in the way- I mean, I mean, obviously, Boswell is too, but Pheromosa- doesn't is- have, like, a face. Boswell doesn't have a face. It has very- yeah. in, like, a very insect-like face, but Pheromosa has, like, like, human-like eyes and stuff, yeah. Mm. Just basically basically just look up both of them. Yeah. Um, so, the... The baramosa is meant to be based on a cockroach, so... Yeah, it, but it's like light, so I don't think mm. it gives off that impression even though it is and I don't hawker yeah. just either. But anyways, yeah, so Buzzwool and Faramosa are a weird time. The uh, the other the trade-off with them, I guess, is they have a really good ability and they also have crazy good attack. But lastly yeah. to conclude, so, I mean like so more... I mean the thing, I think the thing is that um Buzzwool has a really good attack stat and then um is really fast. Yes, but both, Pheromous is also pretty frail. But anyways, to conclude mm. this list of examples, we have Orbeetle introduced in Generation 8, and it is a bug-psych Pokemon. Um, I find its pre-evolutions pretty forgettable. That's the only reason I didn't bring them up. But Orbeetle, it's Gigantamax is a UFO. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen Gigantamax Orbeetle, but I've it is never a UFO. seen. I've never seen Gigantamax Orbeetle, but I'm look looking it up now. Orbeetle has a really interesting design. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's um, pretty cool. I'm not it's, it's not a bad Pokemon. I oh, don't it's the final form of Blipbug. Yeah, that's why I I always uh, forget Blipbug though. I'm Blipbug. Blipbug. Blip, Blip all you need to know about Blipbug is Blipbug is like, the Blipbug. Say that five times fast. Blipbug yeah. is the Gen Eight version of Caterpie. Exactly. But Orbital is, is, is at least not a number. And Dottler Bulk and Bummer. Dottler is like Chargeable in that it's very forgettable. Charge Chargeable Char- is not forgettable. It's forgettable. it's not They're I people remember charge a more fun. than Robin to be fair okay, no, so, so, okay, so okay think about it this way okay okay charge a bug make take charge a bug but make it more forgettable and then you have dotler. <laughs> Okay, okay, I, that's, yeah, okay. If you make buck more forgettable, then yes, we have Dottler. Um I also find Dottler just to be a, a kind of, a, it's okay, it's not completely uninteresting, but at least Orbeetle mm-hmm. is the most interesting of its evolutionary line. Like that's where I'll give credit. Yeah. Um, and again, like it, it's Gigantamax form is kind of like, it's kind of cool. Um, mm. Like they kind of made that weird, like kind of, gimmick about- I don't- I don't know that the UFO route is the one that I would go with for Orbeetle, but they kind of make it work. Um, but anyways, yeah, so Orbeetle is that, and it- it's- it is what it is. But yeah, that's- that's what we had to talk about today. That's- that was our- According to the Pokedex, Gigantamax Orbeetle can, like, mind control you, though, so. That's kind of scary. As a result, I'm quoting from Bubblepedia, as a result of Gigantamaxic, its psychic power and intelligence have become overwhelming. Should Gigantamax or Beetle use a slight bit of power it has, it can control the minds of every living being within the vicinity. Wow, that is scary. Just a little bit. <laughs> Unsettling to say the least. Mm. It also has a, it also has a Gma. it has its own Gigantamax move. Um yeah, G Max yeah, yeah, yeah. move. GMAX Gravitas. Yes. Um, That's pretty cool. But yeah. So RN, do you want to conclude but I'm pretty the sure I'm pretty sure every Gigantamax Pokemon has its own its own Gmax move, doesn't it? So a lot of them do, yes. Um, but yeah, do you want to conclude the episode for us, RN? Yes. yes, I will. Sorry, I got I got dragged down the little rabbit hole there. Yeah, um, I had so to reel this, you back in. <laughs> this was the Lore Research Lab's findings on bug type Pokemon from the Pokemon franchise. Thanks for tuning in, folks, and we'll, we'll see, see you next, next time. time.